Welcome back to Tough Men of Faith. Welcome back. How are you, RT? I'm doing great. And you? Good. You ready for part two of this? You know I am. It was pretty uh pretty fun to think through those things. Yeah. Nineteen things we wish we would have known after high school. Ten. Ten-ish. Ten-ish. Didn't you just add a couple of lists? No, we had five last week. Okay. We have five this week. Oh, okay, gotcha. We could probably add nineteen more. I bet we could. I could. I, I did be easy. Um. Yeah. But let's work on this. What we got now? Yeah, let's work on the next five. All right. Um, Learn to handle finances and avoiding debt. <laughs> this is a big one. Yeah, I'm stepping on my own toes here. Um, Proverbs 21:20. A wise man saves for the future. I was not wise at 18. <laughs> I was not either. Um, or 20. Yeah, or in my 20s. Yeah, you know, I think some of the problem with this is we don't talk about finances much. Man. When, when you're teenagers, like who, if your parents don't, who's teaching well, you about finances? And you didn't learn much about it in school. No. Um, there was no balancing a checkbook, how to do your taxes, saving for retirement. There was no, I mean, even like, and I loved economics class. Like yeah. One of my favorite classes in high school. Um, didn't talk about any of the like actual real world yeah. stuff. Um, it was just more of, this is the crap I got to teach you that's in the book. Yeah. And uh I wish there would be, and I wish like even kids today would have some real world, you know, training, you know, how to balance a checkbook, how to save, how to, how to budget your life, how not to live above your means um, would be a huge one. Because the, um, it make, it's so easy in our culture to get in debt. Of course, scripture says to borrow a slave to the lender. Right. No one, I didn't know that verse even existed <laughs> when I was 18. Right. And I wouldn't have known what it meant. But yeah, then I show uh, up at college and they have a, a big tent set up and they're like, Hey, you want a free T-shirt? I'm like, yeah, I want a free T-shirt. My yeah. college name on it. Yeah, here, well, sign, sign up, up right here for his credit card. <laughs> then I get a credit card, and I have two thousand dollars to spend. Right. I spend the two thousand dollars because yeah. I need to buy some books. Right. <laughs> so I go buy the books. Yeah. I spend two thousand dollars. I have a twenty-some yeah. percent interest rate on it. Yeah. Now you got a two hundred dollar a month payment. And Can't make the payment. You're trying to figure that out. Yeah. With then, your no job and you know trying to go to school full time. And you know what happened? I was standing in line at the bank one day, <laughs> waiting to uh, cash a check. Yeah. And there's a long line. And one of the people from the offices, you know how they have offices? Yeah. Comes over. He's like, hey, you don't need to wait in line. Come on over here. I'll, I'll go ahead and take care of you over here. So I'm sitting in this guy's office. And yeah. he's like, hey, what do you need? It's like, oh, I was going to cash this check. And he's like, hey, do you have a – you're about opening up a credit card here at the bank. I was like, no, I have one I got from my college. He's like, yeah, we can uh, we can take care of that. So they give me a credit card with $3,500 limit on it. Yeah. Like you can pay that credit card off right. with that. And then still have $1,500 more to spend. Yeah. You know what I did? You did it, didn't you? I got the credit card. Did you? Did I pay the other one off? No. Nope. nope. I just spent $3,500 on that credit card. So now I'm $5,500 in debt. Oh, good night. Going to college. Okay. It just snowballs from yeah, there. Mine was a little different. I bought a house at 19. Yeah. Well, that could be a good move. It could, it could have been a good move. Yeah. yeah. I got behind on mortgage payments. Yeah. Which is sketchy because they start calling you. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, they, <laughs> they want, want their, their money. They want their money. And, uh, yeah. They're going to break they your kneecap. You. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no, they don't. They, um... <laughs> They want to know if you got anything you can sell to pay them. <laughs> you know, of course I don't because I'm 19 and, yeah. you know, I'm in a house that's, you know, three weeks of my income, but you know, some bank guy out there approved it. So yeah, should be fine. Nope. Man, you know, it's like, and it's like, it goes to like not living on a budget yeah. because I didn't know how to live on a budget. And my dad's trying to beat that in my head for years. I'm yep. like, dude, I'm not listening to you. You're out yeah. of touch, dude. You're old. Go away. And I remember the one time I got behind on some bills and went to him and asked him to bail me out. And he's like... Nope, I bailed you out two or three times, and yeah. this time you're gonna figure it out on your own, and I sure did. So yeah, yeah, I um, think you need to take financial peace class. Yeah, you gotta do you know, something or something. Um, get around some people who know how to have a budget. Yeah, talk to some people that screwed up before, and you know, figured out how to make it work and do it the right way. But like you know, I've I've always had a savings account since then, mm -hmm. and I've always put up money for a rainy day, and you know, stay up ahead of my on my bills. You know, for a couple of months, like I just. 
you know, I will never go back to where I was then. Yeah, I um, think the big thing with money is we're so private with it, which I understand in some degree. But you need to find some people you can open up to. Like, here's what I'm making. Yeah. Here's my bills. Yeah, we did this with a friend of mine um, yeah. a couple of nights ago. It's just, uh, hey, man, it's, he's like, man, I just need some help. I'm yeah. just in a tough spot. And it's like, man, you don't need any help. You just need to, you know, live a little different. Like, you're not you're not too far off course. Like, yep. you know, you just got to pump the brakes a little bit and, you know, change it up just a little. And, yeah. Uh, it's a learned behavior. Like, it's one of those things, like, don't well, be embarrassed. Like, learn how to do it. And society makes it tough because we see all these people out there. And we don't know their finances. We don't know what they're yep. dealing with in life. But they got the newest, shiniest, coolest stuff. Yep. And we want stuff, too. I mean, yep. we're guys. I want all the stuff. Um, yeah. Thank God I have a wife that reels me in because, yep. you know, I could have bought a Harley last week or, you know, I could have done this. Yeah, you should have bought the Harley. Man, you should have called me instead of your wife. I should have. <laughs> Problem is, you got the fast sport bike, you know. You, yeah, that's You do true. circles around me and you know, pulling wheelies and stuff and... It'd be tough if I want a slow yeah. Harley. Anyway. My kids, uh, a couple weeks ago, went to a car show. Not a car, like an auto show. Okay. Like where they had the new vehicles. Oh, yeah. And so they were seeing the prices of some new ones. My yeah. one daughter wants a truck, and she's like, Dad, I want to get a truck like yours. Yeah. And then she sees the sticker, which mine's half that because it's not the loaded one, right? <laughs> so at first I was like, well, yeah. I've got the bare minimum. And she goes, yeah, but I'm going to buy one of these in a couple of years. I said, well... It took me 22 years right. <laughs> of driving junky cars around and breaking down and saving up to where I could do this. Yeah, that's kind of my thing, too, is, like, I always wanted to have, like, a, my dad, actually, he bought me a nice used vehicle one time. Yeah. It was, like, a, it was a Grand Cherokee, um, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I loved this thing. Yeah. Like, this thing was phenomenal. You know, a great sound system, and, you know, the seats all laid down. Like, if you needed to stay the night in it or whatever, you could. Like, this thing was leather. I mean, it was yeah, it was great, and uh, when I had that thing, and then... It's like now I'm an adult. There's no way I'm ever buying a new vehicle. Um, right. I bought one new vehicle for work, and how do you justify thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars? And like then, you know, I had no concept of what yeah. that was. Now it's you know now it's a small mortgage payment. Yeah. You know, for the next seven to eight years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's no longer a lot of people aren't putting them on three or five years. It's yeah. Seven. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, but here's I think some of the issue comes down to a lot of times at eighteen. We want what our parents have or our grandparents have in the next couple of years, but it took them a lifetime. Right. Yeah. It took of, them a of lifetime of investing wisely, saving money. Right. Um, being disciplined. Being very disciplined in their yeah. finances, learning how to handle it. And so over, you know, 30 years, they accumulated some things. And we think, well, I want that right now. Right. So, yeah, of course we do. Um, yeah. So learn how to handle it. All right. all right. You ready? Yeah. Let's move on. All right. Next one. You'll find out if your faith is real. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you sure <laughs> well, will. Well, here's what I was thinking on that one. <laughs> All right, what you got? Well, I mean, of course, I've been around the church a long time. Yeah. And so I see uh, young guys. I think are, that's cool, though, like with our, you know, with us. is like you've been around the church for a long time. I've been around the church a shorter amount of yeah. time. But it's crazy how we meet in the middle on most things or we see eye to eye on, yeah. you know, most everything. Um, right. So like when you started coming to church, no one was making you come to church. I mean, your wife. Oh yeah, no, my wife was beating me over the head. Okay, well, yeah, your wife was beating you over the head, but you didn't have a parent who's like, "Hey, you don't have a choice about it. You're going to church." Right. I grew up where I didn't have a choice about it. Yeah. I was going to church every week. Well, your dad was a preacher too. He was a pastor, right? I mean, he didn't drag. I wanted to be there, but yeah. But at 18 or whenever you get out of the house, at some point, you're going to find out if that faith was your parents' faith or if it was your faith. Yeah, for sure. Because there's so many teenagers, right? That they come because their parents make them, and then as soon as they don't have to. Yep, they don't go over there, right? Yep. So you begin to find out, I think, like, is this faith real? And it, it causes you, at least me, when I turned about 19, I really had to start diving in. Just like you at mid-30s, whenever it was, you had to dive in and, and make this decision like, hey, right. yeah, I, I really believe in this. I'm going to live this way. Yep. 
even if you grew up in church, I think that the time comes at some point when you get out of the house where you also have to question things For and sure. see if this faith is Yeah, is me, and, me and my wife just had a conversation about this the other night. It's like, she's like, you ever find it funny? Like people that used to, uh, you know, take jabs and stuff at you for going to church, um, they don't now because you've stuck with it for, you know, however many years and you've started, you've changed and you started living a different way and they yeah. see that change in you. And uh, she's like, they don't take jabs at you anymore. It's not like something to take jabs at. It's a... Uh, it's like, this is Nick, and this is the lifestyle that he's yeah. choosing. And, you know, while he's changed, he hasn't changed for the worse. Yeah. Um, you know, he's changed for the better, and there's been good changes. But she said, I just find it um, interesting that, you know, she's, she said that you thought you would maybe lose friends um, yeah. by uh, by living this lifestyle and by going to church and following Jesus. And uh, she said, and the, pe- the people that you did lose in your life, she's like, do you miss them? I don't. The ones that I was worried about losing didn't lose them anyway. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been a really good, really positive thing. I, and I think a lot of people are afraid to commit because they're worried about what other people think. Yeah. Yeah, especially young people. Yeah, right? especially young people. But and, I think uh, with your life, I mean, I was just thinking about it that, you know, there's times when people hit a crisis and they'll go to church. Yeah. Hey, God, I just want you to take this problem away. Yeah. And then, and then we're know, done. done. Like, I don't really, my face's not real. I thought I'd just show up for church. Yeah. But your dad passed away unexpectedly pretty soon after you started coming. Yeah, well, we were attending churches, um, you know, for a couple of years, yeah. and then, but yeah, as soon as we uh, started going to the church we go to now, um, yeah, my dad had passed away, you know, four or five months after that. Which and, uh, the fact that you stuck with with church and you kept going yeah. deeper in your faith during a time when it was a very trying time yeah. for you, a time when you could have questioned and left, like that was, yeah, you know, that sticks out, right? Yeah, for sure. That your faith. And I think real. other people see that. I think, yeah, they do. You know, friends see that, and other people see that, and uh, like, okay, maybe, maybe he's on to something here. Yeah, um, I feel like that's when you usually find out. Especially if the early on, right? Is this oh, yeah. your parents make you come or yeah, or is this something that you want and something that you want to do? Yeah. Yep. The next one I had is a little bit different. It's uh, don't think every battle is your battle. Yeah. I was just thinking. Just go about, back to the social media thing. It could. Okay. I was thinking about like Nehemiah. Yeah. Um, that you know God told him to build the wall. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Man, I was just going through Nehemiah. Were I, you? I just read like I don't know the first I don't know the first five or six chapters of it. Today. Yeah. So yeah. But Nehemiah was a cupbearer. He was a cupbearer. And he told the king he wanted to go and, yeah, he said he wanted to go and help fortify the wall and rebuild. And, uh, you know, he needed all these letters to get through, you know, these different cities um, so he could get to where he was going. And anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? Well, no, I was just saying, like, God called Nehemiah to that job. Like, I think God calls us to specific things sometimes. When I think about Nehemiah, and it's funny if you haven't read it or listened to it, you know, you should. But they talk about how. They're laying block, laying bricks with one hand and holding yeah. a sword in the other. Yep. And just, you know, putting that visual together. And yeah. Just, that's I heard, good for me. I can't remember who, someone said, a preacher said something a few years back. I heard like, not everything from heaven has your name on it. So I guess where I was going with this, there's a lot of good things, but you could find yourself like trying to do so many good things yeah. that you're not really making an impact. Right. So there's a lot of justice issues, a lot of things that you could stand up for, a lot of areas to use your time. I think you really got to like, what is it God's calling me to? What's the battle he's calling me to? Yeah. And, and, and go to fight there. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. And I think, I think as we grow up, we do this more and more, but we don't tell enough people no. Yeah. And uh, we jump it. into things that, you know, great. We have a passion for helping people or doing something and we jump into it, but we don't necessarily, you know, I think I was saying, we just don't, we don't tell enough people no, but we don't necessarily need to jump into everything. Um, we need to focus on a few things yeah. that we can really drive home. We don't need to focus on a broad, you know, array of things. And I've always said this 
too. Like if you focus on two or three things, you'll probably really succeed at those two or three things. Mm -hmm. But if you focus on 50 things, you'll never succeed at a single one of them. Yeah. Um, you'll kind of always halfway do them. Yeah. So yeah, I think early on it's a good time to figure that out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, the next one's find some good friends, uh, but know they may change over time. Yeah. Well, I think I was just talking about that too a few minutes ago. Like, yeah. um, you know, as you grow and as you mature, some friends won't. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they might be good friends now for you in this season of life, but seasons of life change all the time. Yeah. We've talked about the importance of good friends, yeah. you know, looking at the different proverbs and things. So uh, finding them, but yeah, I, some of them change because, you know, you mature, like you're saying, you grow and, and, yeah. and they just move on in a different direction. Right. And, and some of it, what I've, what I've struggled through is like, there are friends that God's used in different seasons where we've served together. Yeah, that's right. And um, then all of a sudden, like we, we're moving in different directions now, yeah. not Neither one's wrong, right? God's right. just like, like one of them's physically moved other places. And... Well, it's kind of funny too. Like, you know, you were talking about, you know, like post high school or post college and, yeah. you know, people move in different directions and things that are morally acceptable to some aren't morally acceptable to others. And that's not necessarily a problem. I mean, it, it can be a problem, yeah. you know, problematic, but it, it's not necessarily a problem, but it, you know, people do move on and people, yeah. people, you know, go different directions and, you know, this is, it's a very normal thing. That, yeah. you know, the people that you're friends with today might not be your friends in 10 years. Yep. Um, last one. What you got? Well, the last one on our list. That yeah. Our listeners are going to add more. Yeah. Um, you don't need to know what you're going to do with your life today. Right. Like, how many times have people... Ask, and I see it now with my daughter who's getting ready to graduate in a yeah. couple months. Like, what are you going to do with your life? And you know, yeah. She has a plan, but, yeah. you know, in her I've, mind... I've heard four plans in the last two years, so it's... Yeah, it's like, know. she's 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, who knows? Huh? Yeah. But... On the, on the other hand, you know, with that, I think it's cool that you and her mom are, you know, pushing her to make a decision, yeah. you know, because she's getting ready to go to school for four or six or eight years yep. or whatever she's going to do. And you guys are kind of, you know, helping shape her and, you know, pushing her into that direction. And look, you know, there's there's going to be a point of no return here where you're not going to be able to really deviate from this yep. plan. And that's coming up sooner than later. And, you know, while your employment plan might not change. You know, there's, it's okay to for your other plans in life to change. Yeah, yeah. Just don't get, don't let the anxiety take over because you don't know right. exactly what you're going to do ten years from now. Well, I mean, that's that just actually makes up another good point right there is don't make decisions too fast. Um, yeah, and don't let anxiety make you make decisions. Yeah, you know, wait until you're cool and calm headed and collected to to make life yeah. make important decisions in life. Um, yeah, get some people to help you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anything else you want to add to this to these five? No, I'm, I'm sure if I sat around and thought about it for a couple of days, I could add, you know, a yeah. list of 50 more things, but... We'll come back to it in 2024 next year, yeah. graduation time, with <laughs> 10 more things. Yeah, 10 more things we wish we would have said. Yeah. But, yeah, that's no, pretty good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and make sure you share it on social media. And... Yeah, and a uh, t-shirt should be in later this week, so that's great. Perfect. Awesome. We'll see you next time.